everyone. Welcome to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. I'm Melissa Albers. And I'm JJ Parker. This podcast is for seekers, seekers of happiness and joy, seekers of a centered approach to success in life, seekers of their true, authentic selves. Get ready for some real talk on everything from anxiety, emotions, and habits to love, compassion, and forgiveness. We know you'll be challenged and enlightened by this conversation. We're so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Well, it's late August. Yes. And, yeah, I've got a 12-year-old, a 15-year-old, and a 16-year-old. Mm-hmm. And with school-age kids, the end of August Stinks. means, yeah, painful torture. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everyone is super excited about the beginning of summer and all the activities. We're going to do this, we're going to do that. And, yep. you know. By the end, no one wants to do anything, yeah. and everyone's a little grumpy at each other. Yep. yep. Welcome to here what we I call August summer. Not to be <laughs> and confused. all we're waiting for yeah. is the first day of school. Yeah. Not to be confused <laughs> with June summer. And it's a thing. It's totally a thing. All the other parents feel it. Yeah. And, and even if you don't have kids... You know what you're still dealing with? You're still dealing with your own back to school feelings as a grown up. Oh, you know what? I had never considered that. Oh. That's funny. Uh-huh. It's so hugely All this apparent. time like you and I've been talking about that. I've ne- I never considered that Serious? part of Yeah. <laughs> huh. Hello. <laughs> yeah, duh. That's like completely obvious. Oh my gosh. It's bad though. Like it's really, really bad. And you know what I'm going to tell you? I also think that this year in particular is even worse. I, um, I can't tell you how many coaching conversations I've had where this is the running theme mm. and a grown up that has the back to school scaries. It manifests as, I don't want to go back to work. I just took these vacations. Yeah. Summer's ending. The weather's going to get terrible. I don't want to do anything. I can't get motivated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, since you just blew my mind like uh, 30 <laughs> seconds ago, <laughs> I went like, like I didn't, I, I felt that with work, mm-hmm. but I always, well, I guess for the past 17 years, more associated it with my kids going back to school mm-hmm. more than a reflection of my own childhood feelings. Oh. But you're absolutely right. Why wouldn't that be a huge driver in our kind of like yearly cycle? Of course it would be. Yeah. Yeah. And it's real. And people, um, it's, you know, it's funny because people like to put all of their anxiety, well-meaning on their children's experiences. Mm. You know, in, in the age of overparenting, Mm-hmm. over caring for our children in the age of all these scary things happening in schools, by the way, yeah. the anxiety is through the roof for people with their kids in school. And I can't, I, who can blame anyone for any of that? It's, and, but it's easy then for any anxiety that the parent has to simply put it there because no one's going to question that. No one's going to look into that. No one's going to think you're out of, out of whack for that. Right. Yeah. But you've got all your own stuff too. And it and it really, yeah. really hits at the end of summer. I am seeing it so strongly with my clients right now. Okay. We gotta we gotta dive in okay. one by one to these topics. Okay. Okay. Well, you know so how I like to just stuff 
all of the things <laughs> in one really long stringy sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I need to bust this down into a bullet list. <laughs> so let's like I let let's first talk about this carryover from childhood that whether we have kids or not, that we feel towards the end of summer, towards like mm -hmm. the turning into fall, because the turning of the seasons, especially for us in Minnesota, like the season change is mm -hmm. like a a big environmental external change, mm -hmm. um, and a lot of, a lot comes with that. And a, and going back to school is part of that change. So that obviously, as the weather gets cooler here, yeah. as we get into yeah. this late summer, early fall, yeah. all that probably triggers in us, and we don't really realize it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think um, I definitely can feel it. Like I, you know, like we always talk about anxiety when we're talking about in our pod. Well, not always, but often we do. We talk about the physical manifestation of those feelings in your body, where you feel it in your body. And I think when we get to be adults, we get really good at managing the anxiety without mm. really um, labeling what it is or where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. You know, no matter how often I talk about that, I feel like I could talk about it every single day and it would still just scratch the surface. Yeah. Yeah. If you think about like, you know, sometimes people will like describe just even growing up, even in the healthiest environment as traumatic, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because the amount of change you go through as a child is a lot. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. So even the school cycle. Yep. New friends. For for a lot of people. Yep. Was a really anxious event. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Even if it went really well, it still create creates a lot of emotion. Yeah. And anxiety. And I mean, and frankly, sometimes a lot of excitement and anticipation. Yeah. But, right? So yeah. But there was a big event every mm -hmm. every back to school for you. Yeah. So if you think about your childhood and events that would affect it. Obviously, this yearly cycle would be a big one. Yeah, I mean, and it isn't just the um, pressure of starting new sc starting school, right? It's it's the physical change. Um, I remember, and this is so funny because I've always been a morning person. Like I'm, I'm just up and ready to go all the, mm -hmm. all the time. And even as a kid, I was, but somehow when school started to edge closer and closer, I started feeling like, oh, I'm not going to be able to sleep in anymore. Well, I didn't never sleep in. Oh, yeah. Right. But <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean? These are like yeah. the things we tell we tell ourselves like, oh, I'm not going to be able to sleep in anymore. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to be able to sleep in until six o'clock anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right. But then also there is the um, stress and anxiety of even eating food because mm -hmm. when you have all of a sudden you're back in an all-day schedule you can't eat when you want anymore yeah you know so if your body has gotten used to being in a flow a certain way summer flow when you're hungry you eat versus now you can't eat until it's lunch <laughs> you yeah. can't eat until the natural yeah. time you know what i'm gonna do as a as a experiment for <laughs> Yeah, you know, the good of society. <laughs> yeah, and our podcast. <laughs> um, maybe what I should do is just like 
you know, like go live in a on a tropical island okay. for like an entire year. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then and then um then just kind of monitor if I get stressed out in the fall. Yeah. Even though there's no external pressures at all. That's really interesting. Just, Actually, you know, do you know what? Should I do that? He, I could do yeah. a hammock, sure. beach. Yeah, if you want to do that. I, I do think, you know, you are For research. You are fairly, um, you know, I do worry <laughs> about you getting sunburnt. So if you could take care of that. And then we'd have to get ahead of the podcast because we wouldn't want to fall behind in our numbers. <laughs> you know what they did, though, once? I, re- I saw this. It would be interesting to kind of know, like, yeah. is, this, uh, is this anxiety actually kind of like baked into your yearly cycle mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. you know it's to like your like could could you actually your Circumvent like your biorhythms or something yeah. just naturally it just naturally occurs and you really have no control over it. You know it. what I was I was gonna say I actually watched this show once on channel two where they took away all the external stimulus and they recreated a house in a hmm. building. Um, mm-hmm. So that the per and they ran tests on this person that they could eat when they want, they could go to sleep when they wanted. But right. they Isn't had... this the premise of the Big Brother show? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't watch no. television. Yeah, it's like a reality TV show where they put people oh, in a fake seriously? house. Seriously? <laughs> oh, I didn't know that's yeah. what that was. Oh, well, anyway. Um, but they took away all the external stimulus, right? For nighttime and for sleeping, mm. for waking up. And over the course of weeks, the person's total, the biorhythm went completely upside down, 12-hour difference almost. So I think that there is something about that. But I think, you know, modern day, we don't have to worry about those kinds of extremes. However, um, there are a lot of these subtle things, you know, so it isn't really just kids feeling the anxiety of friends and the and new homework and harder classes and new teachers. It's also new sports, new clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the parents, you know, as a as a parent, it's so normal for you to feel anxious for your kids when they get anxious. You know, you just want to amp up whatever you need to do to soothe soothe them, and we have gone overboard in many ways. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna call you out for this phrase you said earlier, over caring. <laughs> Did I use that? I like right? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the world of parent over caring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and I think that um, you know, just as you watch adults manage their children today, you know, I have a really good friend who's. Um, child got into a great college and tis a season right and they're leaving this week and the night before they said i'm not going i'm not moving Hmm. i'm not going i'm not going to this school and just flat out you know just flat out panicked Mm -hmm. because of all the change and it threw the entire house into upside down land because everybody felt responsible to try to sort it out you know, so it it's ha- it happens at all ages. I think that as a parent, we do have these really strong desires to make everything go okay for our children to the point where some of the lines have gotten some a bit blurred. Well, it's interesting to think about that because it's like, you know how like <clears throat> others will like mimic or shadow like mm-hmm. your energy. Yes, 100%. So... Yep, that's if, so true, JJ. If you come in mm-hmm. to the, you know, coming up to school in the first couple of days of school as a parent mm-hmm. with tons of anxiety, could be your own anxiety from your own childhood, mm-hmm. that is going to get like pushed onto your kid and they're going to have yeah. all of that anxiety too, yeah. even if they didn't generate it themselves. Yeah. 
But and also conversely, if you know that you're like that and then you make this mental decision to override your emotions and to come at it the opposite way, it'll be fine, you know, more placating and just like kind of almost mm-hmm. like us, you know, don't don't even worry about it. It's not even mm-hmm. a right. That's the over response. And that yeah. doesn't help either, actually, you know, because yeah. then the kid thinks, wait a minute, why are they acting like, boy, is this really bad? Like, do they know something I don't? Yeah, something. Yeah, something's <laughs> going to be horrible when I get there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, I think there's so many pieces and parts to this. And quite frankly, um, you know, we try to keep our pods rather light on current events. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't usually talk lots about that, but I do think that with um, this pandemic and with all of- Because we're trying to keep it timeless. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we were. That's what we were intentionally doing. Oh no, because we're not paying attention to the news. <laughs> we don't watch. Oh yeah, we don't watch or listen to anything <laughs> happening in the social. <laughs> but you know, like if you think about this, all these terrible, scary things happening in schools. So everyone's mm-hmm. anxieties are even more amped up, and I think mm-hmm. that this starts in August. And this year, schools are starting earlier in a lot of districts. Like mm-hmm. even in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area. Um, schools are starting one and two weeks earlier than normal. And I think that must just be because of what they experienced last year and trying to build in a little more um, a little more safety in terms of making sure they get the number of school days in. But yeah, I can tell you that ours is not starting early. <laughs> and I was going to write a strongly worded email to the district about like maybe a week or two early would be a good idea. SLTF, as I always say about my husband, <laughs> I'm really mad. I'm going to write a letter. <laughs> Strong letter to follow. <laughs> Come on. You're around school. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> but but I, well, I, I think that, you know. I agree that the environment in mm-hmm. school, like, like when, I, I hate to say when we were growing up, because like bad stuff happened sure. when we were growing Not up like too. This, you know what I mean? Not like this. But like, you know, it's supposed to be a safe place. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of ways, it's, it's it hasn't become a, a safe place. I actually like caught this article about this one group trying to like advocate that that teachers should have guns oh, to protect themselves. I'm like that's insane. Yeah. Like that's so far yeah. the other way. Yeah, yeah. Because that's that that space is not supposed to be like it's supposed to be safe. And I mm-hmm. I get that that might be some people's version yeah. of safety. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it just seems really sideways. Yeah, and I do think too, you know, regardless of which side of, of politics you sit on, whether you are for guns or against guns, regardless of that, I think we're not really experiencing moderation in any effort right now. We're, we're experiencing mm. our extremes. So, and the, and I believe that those are, again, specifically targeted due to anxiety, right? It's like, I since it seems like everything is out of control, I personally feel more responsible to have more control. Like let's create more control. And then that then we have people's attitudes, behaviors, feelings amping up, up, up. Mm-hmm. And it just keeps going more and more up. And then you start getting really radical opinions, really radical arguing, uh, really radical sides of either of the pol- political pieces. So yeah. um it is it is a it is a really scary piece. And and um I just think that we have to be easy on ourselves. We have to be easy on our children. It doesn't mean that we have to jump in and smother, um, Mm -hmm. even though we probably want to. Like, I think it would be a very normal, honestly, a normal reaction to want to just 
hide your children under the closets, you know, because it's so, because it, if, because you can get yourself very, very afraid. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I've, I know some parents that have basically taken their yeah, kids out of school and done 100% online school because mm -hmm. home is safer. Yeah. Online school. And then I actually know a handful of people that have done homeschooling. Mm. Yeah. So people are doing radical things. And so I guess this isn't really about, you know, the actions or the reactions to the thoughts and feelings that we're having. I guess this is just, you know, us bringing this to people's attention. It's like, you really have to be aware of how you're feeling about things and you have to understand the root cause and source of those things. And mm -hmm. we, we haven't even talked about work yet, you know, like, um, we'll get there. It's next on my yeah. bullet list. <laughs> Maybe since we're talking about gun control, but, you shouldn't use the term bullet list anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll just say hashtags <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> or something. Well, just on the, you know, on the back on the parent. Yeah thing before I move move on is um man I I I will find myself getting anxiety or worried and then again kind of projecting that yeah. on the kids and I try to be really mindful and and think about like okay that's that's a kind of like a me issue yeah you don't need to create like I project that energy yeah. around, but you have to sit with it because I like, do have to. Because that again, the, I think those you know we talk about like some things that are like more monkey brain mm -hmm. instinct sort of mm -hmm. things with our emotions. Mm -hmm. Well, like you said, I think this back to school timing, well, well, probably not fundamentally instinctual, mm -hmm. is awfully deep. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's really rooted mm -hmm. in the real deep. So. Mm -hmm. So taking the time to think about maybe like your own childhood school experience and how you felt mm -hmm. when you were a child yeah. and trying to kind of like recall some of that and just frame it and understand it yeah. and and then recognize when maybe that's bubbling up for you yeah. as you're dealing with your own kids going to school. And also recognize your current triggers mm -hmm. because let me just get, I can think of three. I'll just throw them out. You walking into Target or you're going into Walmart or you're going into any of the big box stores, right? And the minute that you see back to school, that's a trigger. Parents will, oh yep. my God, oh, now I'm gonna have to start doing, I, <laughs> I'm gonna have to buy all this. And have we gotten the school list? And, and wait a minute, what do, what do you, when do you have to have all this stuff? Do you have to have stuff for your classroom? So it immediately spurs this yeah, yeah. jump into action. So that's a trigger. Here's another one. Oh, you know what happened? <laughs> one year, one year we're trying to like do back to school shopping, but I wouldn't say we were like super late on it, but mm -hmm. we're not like mm -hmm. the early birds at the Target trying to get yep. like mm -hmm. the 24 color box crayons. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like a week before school, we go to Target, like, hey, kids are going to go shopping. Nothing left. Yep. Like absolutely nothing. We're like, yep. oh my God, yep. our kids go to school with no things, exactly. like not even a pencil. Yep. Like, so what did you tell yourself? So now, you said, oh my gosh, next year we're not going to wait this long. Next year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now we're back to school shopping on Amazon in July. <laughs> exactly. That's an example. <laughs> Another example um, is the state fair here in Minnesota. Every time they start announcing or you know the state fair is coming, I oh, love yeah, the, the state fair, but I always get this sinking feeling. Oh, man. And now school. It's, it's like, <laughs> oh, rats, the state fair is here. It's the end of summer. The state summer. fair, the end of summer. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. They have a branding problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your other triggers? I can't. Back to I school. I can't remember now. Signs. State fair was one of your triggers. <laughs> we're talking about your triggers or general No, I think we're talking about just, honestly, I think those are just general triggers. I really do. And I, and oh, and then back to school shopping, you know, it's like July, you start seeing all the school's clothing coming out and like all the Ugh. ads in the newspaper back when everybody would get the Sunday newspaper, um, you know, all, all of those ads. And there would be like this pressure as a parent to make sure that your kids had clothes. But, you know, every single child has this weird DNA where they actually don't grow until the first week of school. So uh, people yeah, buy all these brand new clothes for school and then the kids go to their first day of school and it's usually like 98 degrees in the classroom. But of course they're wearing like corduroys and cute hoodies because that's what's cool for the first day. Yeah. Right? But just this pressure to make sure that your kids have everything they need, not just in supplies, but in clothing and that they're excited that they have a new backpack. They're just like buy, buy, buy. And that triggers a lot of parents because they may not have the luxury of being able to buy all this stuff so that they do stress out. Like, what if my kid doesn't look the yeah. same or have the same things or, right? Well, when I was going into seventh grade, <laughs> uh, the back to school clothes shopping, one of the seventh grade requirements when I was a kid is it was uh, you had to have like Nike Air Jordans. You had to? Well, you know, oh, like that was the thing. Okay. Like the you coolest thing to. was to have like, okay. like, you know, like air yeah, yeah. in, oh, yeah. you know, like Nike Airs, yeah, right? Yeah. And I remember like my, my mom, my mom, she loves when I tell stories about her childhood. <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Parker. Um, she, uh, <laughs> like, they were like super expensive, right? Yeah. Yeah. And she's not going to buy me, you know, whatever that was, like $150 exactly. shoes in the 80s. Exactly. And um, then we went to store, to store, to store, to like find something yeah. that would like Equivalent. work, right? Mm -hmm. For a fraction yeah. of and the price. I, I like, I vividly remember just like, I mean, I now that I think about it, I mean, I remember like kind of being tired, going from store to oh, stores, saying it. no all the time, yes, you know, whatever. Brat. I'm sure Try you were. Awful. I was never a brat. What are you talking about? Um, but I think, I mean, my recollection of it, she might have a different recollection of it, but she was like very patient yes. trying to get yeah. me to get to a spot where I said yes to a pair of shoes. Oh my gosh. And just it was store after store. I'm like, nope, not nothing here for me. <laughs> right. So yeah, that that fashion yeah. part that like wanting the right clothes and and especially that age, yeah. right? That oh, middle terrible. school, high school yeah, age is just hard. so mm. important. You know, it's just such a big part of that period of your life. Is like you want to be cool in yeah. that way. Yeah. Um, and it's hard for parents because that, you know, that stuff is expensive. Like, yeah. Like, yep. So my like my teenage boys are like, hey, I want this shirt. I'm like, it's a hundred and ten dollar used shirt. <laughs> like, it's not even new. Like, no. <laughs> no. But, you know, that, and, and that's clothing. But if you're talking about even younger children, then the parents have oftentimes figured out a different um, a different way for child care during the summer. And now, wham, they're mm. back into having to have different kind of child care in this fall. Oh, yeah. And then that's, yep. so that's expensive. Then there's also school dues, PTO, there's sporting dues. Yep. And so there's also a huge financial ripple for families yep. as they reach the end of summer again. So, so again, there's just a number of 
things that hit us and it all goes right into somewhere into our feelings right and we usually don't yeah. we usually don't label that and allow ourselves you know that we don't allow ourselves the feeling of it what we do is we jump into what are we going to do about it and it still yeah. doesn't yep. do anything for those feelings and then we turn them towards work yeah the uh like what you said is, and we we kind of glossed over it, but when you're talking about triggers, I mean, a huge trigger has got to be um, your feeling of having or not yeah. as a child mm -hmm. coming back out yeah. as as you navigate, yeah. you know, buying school yeah. supplies and clothes and things. Right, right, okay, right. Okay, enough with children. <laughs> I'm done with that topic. <laughs> <laughs> We're never done, JJ. I don't know if you knew that. The minute you had oh. children, your life is never, ever, ever going to be done, period. That's all the end. <laughs> But I, um, I do, I do want to talk about the work piece for a moment. Yeah, though. let's switch to work because, yeah. like, yeah. that that actually kind of sounds fun to me because, again, oh, fun. A lot of times, like, I don't uh, associate. I I didn't associate mm. kind of back to school with how it affects mm -hmm. my work. Yeah. Um. Even though now that I think about it, it, clearly does. Like, like I actually kind of get personally, I get like very excited for the fall. Yeah, I know you love fall and winter. Yeah. Well, I love those those seasons, mm -hmm. but at work, mm -hmm. for me, like fall is strategic planning yeah. and budgeting season. Oh my god! Yes, and I, I know. know everyone's like, "Oh god, yeah, I love, I love strategic oh, yeah, planning get and out budgeting." The spreadsheets. Let's get the, get the get the details in there. <laughs> spreadsheets. Yeah, get one of those spreadsheets that, like, you know, the cells are all. <laughs> calculating from each other and you make You're one little so mistake weird. the whole thing blows up so awesome <laughs> so weird <laughs> you're right though like but yeah to me it's like this to me is like it's like the part where we review kind of what we've done mm -hmm. we start planning for next year mm -hmm. it, it's kind of like in my role at least at 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 the company it's kind of like my time yeah you know what i mean like this is the part where yeah. i bring like the most value to the business yeah is through that cycle so for me it's very exciting. Yeah, but you also um, have. But it's a to, season change. But you also have to admit that it's a huge shift for you energetically from summer, uh, oh, because yeah. summertime is like, you know, we both you and I are trying to do, you know, and have been doing time off, trying to take more time off, be mindful of the things <laughs> that we need, doing more things out of the office, right? And and so now Just trying to keep that a secret. Yeah, Come on, well, what are you doing? yeah, no, no, it's out there. We all we all do we all do it. But I JJ, I have to. What, what you're saying is JJ and Melissa screw around most of the summer. <laughs> I've been really busy, but yes, I You've have been, been so busy. I have screwed around a little bit, not as much as I'd like to, and that is making me feel a little sad because my time is closing. Now it's August, and I think a lot of people this year have been taking more vacations during the summer months. Yep. Um, I think that we've had a ton of people out this summer. Uh, yes, like, it's great. Way, it's really good, yep. but it's it's way. High. I mean, mm -hmm. obviously with COVID yeah. the past few years, right. it was it was way lower mm -hmm. just because people just frankly didn't know what to yep. do. Yep. Um, but this summer it's just like yeah, we we got this like uh, thing that puts who's who's kind of in and out. Mm -hmm. And like last week, it was just like half the company yeah, is out. Exactly. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you think it's awesome, but a lot of people are freaking out. They're trying to get it all in, right? So energetically, yep. there's this sort of feeling like there's a race, like, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. as soon as it hits the end of August, everything is over and everybody gets really let down. And um, 
there's a huge shift in energy in the fall. For me, my schedule also ramps up because I mm. facilitate strategic planning for companies. So yep. um, see, my schedule gets super, super, super busy. And I start feeling this like, okay, how am I going to have, I need to make sure I have enough energy. I need to make sure that I have enough. Am I spacing everything out appropriately? Like, so there, there's some anxiety that kicks in as we're coming to a close with this time of the year. That is my, yeah. I absolutely love. And I think yep. a lot of people have been feeling that way and feeling sad and um, really disconnected because they've been so excited to take the time off that they have. And yet now they have to look at coming back. <laughs> yep. So I think. So I tried to do something about that. You're trying to do something about it? I, well, I did something about that. What did you do? Well, so we have half day Fridays all summer. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Because. Summer Mesa doesn't last that long, and I just want to give people mm -hmm. some time, you know, like a little bit of extra mm -hmm. freedom yeah. in the summer. Um, but we just keep, we just kept half day Fridays rolling yeah. through the winter. Yeah, I remember. Because, like, you know, frankly, it doesn't, the extra four hours on the week doesn't, Do, it, it doesn't, it makes actually, it makes everything more efficient. Yeah. Um, we could do a pod on my opinion of four day work weeks. Um, but it, it was like kind of my attempt to help that part of the anxiety. Like, okay, we're just going to keep mm -hmm. this little summer perk yeah. going. Right. Right. So it's at least, right. at least something there. Yeah. The thing that I was, you know, not, we're not going to flip back to the fam, the, the kid stuff, but uh, at work with the stresses that happen with your family during this transition mm -hmm. time, there's like emotional crosstalk, mm. right? It's like you're feeling anxious at home. You kind of bring that anxiety totally. into work, and then you kind of like mm -hmm. it kind of like acts out. Yep. At work yes. over your colleagues and customers, yeah. and you know, not on purpose. No, it uh -huh. just it's because it's in there, and it just yeah. kind of comes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly sometimes right. Sometimes a little shorter, mm -hmm. little like a little more frantic. Yeah. And, yep. And just or take a little grace. longer. Take a little longer to respond. Mm -hmm. Take a little longer to complete projects that normally yeah. don't take as long. I mean, I'm and seeing that across be all the board. that stuff too. It's just like, like, oh, you know, so I've, I'm super guilty of this around this time too. It's just like, I'd be like super deep into working on something or even in a meeting or something. I'll be like, oh crap, it's 3.30. I can even go pick up my kid. I totally forgot. I was yeah. like so out of the rhythm of, yeah. of kid pickup <laughs> that I forgot. And now it's like all a rush, right? <laughs> 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 Yeah. They can deal with that emotional baggage later. <laughs> okay. And they're adults. Okay. Here we go. Oh, man. You are squirrely today. <laughs> well, I think that this is, uh, you know, I think this is a really well, good conversation. Yeah. I think. Super good. This went way long. Yeah. But obviously, it's a huge topic and yeah. everyone can, have, like we always say, take your own inventory around this this season well, of light, of, of the... Uh, Year. Yeah. And I, I would actually say, um, while you're noticing how you're feeling, can you just do me a big favor and don't make yourself wrong for it? Don't judge yourself. Don't get mad at yourself that you're not getting things done the way you used to, or you want to, or you told yourself you were going to just be easy, be easy on yourself because, um, the, ch the challenges that we are facing, even in something as simple as a seasonal change, um, are really adding to this you know, the, the energy in the system, <laughs> the, the, yeah. the whole system. And, and it's really hard for people. And it's, if it's hard for you, 
that's okay. It won't stay like this. That's the one thing we can count on is that we will continue to move through this. And if you sort of have looked into your past life um, experiences last fall, the fall before when you were young, pretty sure you can conjure up a lot of feelings and a lot of senses in your body that feel exactly the same as this. And you can also recall that they didn't last either. So I hope people can give themselves a little bit of a break. Did you enjoy this episode? Please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well. Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey and there's always further to go. And it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring, seekers.